the Public News Service Door Newscast for January the 13th, 2023. I'm Mike Clifford. From supply shortages at the start of the pandemic to recent inflation spikes, consumer prices have sometimes been linked to claims of price gouging. From Minnesota, our Mike Warren reports a state lawmaker feels authorities should be able to respond to these cases when there's a public emergency. A bill in the legislature would give the state attorney general the authority to investigate retailers charging unconsciously excessive prices for essential goods or services during an emergency. The bill's sponsor, Representative Zach Stevenson, says recent weather-related disasters in states like Texas and Florida saw too many people being taken advantage of. It's morally wrong to see people trying to profit to an absurd extent off of the pain and misery of other human beings. He says this effort could protect Minnesotans when the next brutal winter storm hits and an emergency is declared. I'm Mike Moen. Nearly 40 states have laws on the books addressing price gouging in various ways. If approved, the plan for emergencies would be the first such law for Minnesota. And the newest Omicron variant could be the reason Arizona starts to see COVID-19 cases rise again. The Arizona Department of Health Services reports over 7,000 new cases in the state last week. The week before, it was about 5,000. Public health officials are concerned the latest subvariant known as XBB 1.5 could fuel a new surge in cases. Maritza Cota works at a vaccination clinic in Nogales, Arizona. For Cota, it's personal. She lost her mom to COVID in November, who contracted the virus in the hospital. The Hispanic Access Foundation has provided grants to churches like hers that have opened their doors for those at the Arizona-Mexico border who want to be vaccinated. One of the recommendations that we do to get vaccinated is that it's protecting from the COVID-19 and other variants. And the second thing that we're doing is that it helps on their economy and our economy. It's been almost three years since COVID put the world on pause. Cota says she doesn't see that happening again, but supports the CDC's continued encouragement that individuals be vaccinated. And people who have questions about it should check with their healthcare provider. I'm Alex Gonzalez reporting. Now from CNN, President Joe Biden facing a special counsel investigation after Obama-era classified files were found at a private office of his in Washington and his home in Delaware. Former U.S. Attorney Robert Hur will lead the probe in the handling of the documents from when Biden was vice president. CNN calls this a ground-moving moment. With the 2024 election cycle approaching, Biden faces a major investigation as well as a bevy of Republican congressional inquiries. This is Public News Service. The State of the Child 2022 report is out as an assessment of how kids are faring post-pandemic. The Tennessee Commission on Children and Youth Report examines kids' health and mental health, education, family economics, and the state's child welfare and youth justice data. Commission Executive Director Richard Kennedy says a goal of the report is to keep children's issues on the minds of lawmakers and community partners across the state as they discuss ways to make life better for kids and families. He adds the report shows a significant improvement in one key area. Um, I think the real story in the report is that Tennessee has seen a historic 
decline in uh, child poverty and children living in poverty. The report says between 2019 and 2021, the number of children in poverty declined by 8%. And among kids under age 5, it declined by 18%. For Public News Service, I'm Danielle Smith. The five largest cities in Texas are spending far more money on criminal justice than on community services. That's according to a new study. The Social Movement Support Lab data shows money spent on police departments, court systems, and corrections departments in Texas's five largest cities was much higher than the amount spent on such services as affordable housing, parks and recreation, and mental health programs. Christopher Rivera with the Texas Civil Rights Project says the state has one of the world's highest incarceration rates, even as people need community services like housing more than ever. Especially now, since there's so many people facing eviction, I think that's why people are so appalled that we notice that there's so much money being taken away from actually keeping communities safe and put into systems that criminalize us and penalize everyday people. The study finds Houston, San Antonio, Dallas, and Austin all spend more on police and community supports. I'm Roz Brown. Finally, in collaboration with the Solutions Journalism Network, our Catherine Colley lets us know as cities and states increase investments in electric vehicles, manufacturing companies hoping to win these contracts are signing community benefit agreements. The agreements are legally binding and offer companies partnerships with community agencies already working to train and support disadvantaged workers. Hector Wazo, California director with Jobs to Move America, says government agencies are more likely to invest in companies that are investing in their workers' futures. It's to the company's benefit if they can say, oh, I have a bona fide partnership with community organizations and we have an apprenticeship program. This story produced with original reporting from Larry Buell for Capital and Maine. This is Mike Clifford, and thank you for wrapping up your week with Public News Service. Member and listener supported. Find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.